Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the initial sports talk show. Live streaming on Facebook Live, Twitch, and our positional sports talk show YouTube channel. We are a sports talk show made for the fans, from the perspective of fans, presented by lifelong sports fans. We will provide our opinions positions on the hottest topics in sports this evening. My name is Big Reg, and I'm joined by my partners in crime. I got the crew together today. What's going on, J3? How you feeling this evening? Man, I'm feeling great. What's up? What's up? What up? The professor's back in the building. How you feeling this evening, Professor J? What's up, Big Reg? What's up, Ed? What's up, J3? What's up, Sense? Hey, man, all I can say is prayers are going up and blessings are coming down. Praise Lord. Let's get it. Let's do this. Sense is in the building. One of the crew. What's going on, Big Sense? How you feeling, Six my man brother? of the year. Six man of the year. Feeling great, fellas. Good to be here. Let's talk some sports. And in the building again, back-to-back weeks, my man, Ed. Good to have you here, brother. What's going on? Hey, man. I'm Not just no happy to see all these friendly faces on, online. <laughs> Ready to talk sports. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. All right. This evening, we're going to hit the NBA. We got to do the finals. Wow. Got to talk about the draft. Is this Thursday? Free HC starts next week. Mm-hmm. Then we got to get into this NCAA. Wow. Bombshells dropped mm-hmm. starting last week. And they continue to happen today. Something just went down today. I saw it like five o'clock today that I wasn't expecting. So the NCAA is getting ready to change forever. Mm-hmm. Do a little NFL training camp uh, updates. Got to talk Summer Olympics and what's going on uh, with things in the Summer Olympics. Uh, We're going to get into one of J3's uh, favorite topics, mental health. Some other topics that caught our attention in our final post of the evening. As always, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. So please sit back and relax and enjoy post on the Positional Sports Talk Show channel. Fellas. All I can say is the Giannis Kupo show was in full effect game six. That's all. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, so I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to let y'all go ahead and let me know what y'all thought. But again, the Antetokounmpo show was on full effect. So what y'all think about what happened in game six? Obviously, the Bucks are the NBA champions winning four straight. Man, for real, for real, I think Professor Jay should just go ahead and go hard because he was the only one from day one that day said one. that they were going to win. So, mm-hmm. Professor Jay, please shine some light whoa, on. Whoa, 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 I said that before the season started. Okay, we give you that. <laughs> we we okay. talking about when the, when when the series started for the for the playoffs. Come on, but Professor yeah, Jay. You you okay. right. You right. Allow me to clear my throat. (laughs) 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 We always keep it real on this show. And y'all laughed at me because I've been with the Bucks for the last two years. And when they got beat last year, y'all laughed me out the studio. And then I came back this year and I said, y'all know what? Forget KD, forget Irving, and forget uh, James Harden. They going to steal the show. Now, I didn't know it was going to happen through injuries and stuff like that. I don't care. The fact of the matter is Giannis did his thing. 
he raised that trophy he also got the mvp mm-hmm. you know sports is about attrition we say that all the time so injuries are a part of the game we don't say it against anybody else so y'all watch your mouths and don't say it against the bucks because they <laughs> did the game. they went through adversity mm-hmm. yes thank you bj i will take the spoilers of my victory <laughs> and I, I can't get there. i'm hoping it got here by the day because i was gonna rock that joint we know <laughs> Speak, i will wear my new championship bucks hat that my man bj kept his promise <sighs> and he delivered so all i gotta say they already talking about running it back now that Aaron Rodgers is staying there for one more year and they running it back. Y'all, y'all saw the fist bump that Aaron Rodgers and, and his man did to, 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 to ode to the last dance. So, hey, you might see a Green Bay championship, but I'm not a Green Bay fan. We ain't gonna get that twisted. But <laughs> to Giannis, the man, the MVP. He is doing his thing. All y'all out there that laughed at me when I said the Bucks. Now y'all eating crows. Go ahead and taste it and lick. (laughs) I'm definitely going to say I was surprised, man, because Mm. when uh, Phoenix came out 2-0, I was like, oh, my goodness, they're going to go ahead and sweep them off the game. And next thing you know, slowly but surely, game by game, Milwaukee just stayed in there. They played their game. They never went outside their range. They stayed Mm. stayed tight, played to the end, and won. Four games in a row. Yes, sir. Can I use your move flag on the play? Because I Uh-oh. need to address Marcus real quick. First of all, his name is Giantis Antetokounmpo. So Big Rage, not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> With a finals performance that is compared to Magic Johnson back when uh, Kareem got hurt. And he yeah, put up place a- 14 rebounds, five blocks. How could you not be impressed with that, Marcus? Come on. I want you to clap back at me on that. But how could you not be impressed with that kind of performance? I'm giving you a technical file on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you know what? But, but, but you know what, Professor Jay? It's it's not so much. I think that was just a culmination. That, that performance, that 50.14 50. and two assists or whatever it was, I think that was just a culmination of, of his ascension to the top of the, to the NBA. And I actually respect it so much because – you know, so so many times these these players want to jump teams and be, and create super teams, and I'm not criticizing them for doing that. It is I you did. know every everybody everybody makes decisions based on you know what they feel is best for them. But I I respect the heck out of Giannis because he fell flat on his face multiple times. In fact, two years as a, as an MVP, two years in a row, fell flat on his face. Coach was in trouble, which I still think that was justified, even though Coach won it. Um, We've seen coaches win championships before that was just basically in spite of them, in spite mm-hmm. of them. Right. Yes. But I'm just so impressed with Giannis and how he came from from nowhere. I mean, literally, I mean, the rappers like to say the gutter in the mud these days. I guess that's popular. But um, but Giannis just totally, totally, totally fulfilled all the promises and expectations that was placed on him maybe a little too early the last week with, with the champion with raising that, that trophy. Um, and I'm just so I, w- I was just so impressed with it. Um, and this and when I was watching the game, it reminded me of something that um, I was all, I've always felt where they say a good big man always beats a, a, a good little man. And I remember when 
the Wizards made that trade a long time ago, and I think it was for was it Mitch Richmond and and Rashid went to Portland. Was that the trade? Was mm-hmm. that I, I believe that was a trade? And I was screaming at the top of my lungs, no, no, no! And it wasn't because Mitch Richmond wasn't that All Star type player, but it was just that Rashid maybe he was a little immature at the time, but he was the big the big All Star, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I and I was looking at Giannis flash forward you know 20 years or so and i'm seeing Giannis do his thing and there was nothing anyone can do about it yeah he he grew up in the playoffs but most definitely in this series he was humble enough to realize that he didn't have to be the quote-unquote man at the end of the game and was willing to let middleton close Mm -hmm. and was fine with that he was humble enough to I'm not going to stop trying to go to the free throw line, even though they heckle me on the line on national TV. I'm still going to do that. And then yeah. once he realized that his knee was okay was after it. game one, Oof. that man dropped Oof. two forties and a 50. Yeah, Cause he mm-hmm. actually had a good game. His game over two. five game, yeah. o- over five game series, two 40 yeah. point games at a 50 point game mm-hmm. over five Games. And you can stack that up against anybody. Yeah. And I just want to say one thing. I also want to give him his props for like just staying the course. Like, you know, yes. despite all the heckling, despite all the, you know, trolling, he's, you know, played, you know, stayed playing his game. You know, when it was like, oh, Giannis, you need to go to this team, that team, you know, sign the Supermax, stayed, you know, with the Bucks, and, you know, it paid off for him. So salute. He still takes more than 10 seconds to shoot a free throw. Just so y'all know that. He made it though. A lot of players do. <laughs> a lot of players do. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Eight, eight, three. 17 uh, for 19. Just remember that. And a I, I, I would too. You give me 20 seconds to shoot a free throw. I'm gonna take my time too. Yeah, okay. Okay, so my question is with this performance, does this put Giannis ahead or equal with Dirk Nowitzki as the best European? Ever to play in the NBA yet? Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Only because not of this. Only because of this. Longevity. Longevity. Okay. Yeah. Only because of that. Dirk. Dirk ain't got two MVPs. I, I, I know, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, but how many years did Dirk play? Yeah. Uh, he yeah, played right. twenty. He played twenty years in Dallas. Right. That's a long time, bro. That's, That's the only time. reason because longevity counts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it wasn't so, like he was a he was a six man. No offense, sense. It wasn't like he was a six man. <laughs> you know, he was actually he was actually the, star. the star yeah. for twenty years. I think maybe for eighteen, uh, the last two he held on. Hey, let me ask you this: So, how many players does Vince Carter pass because of his longevity? Ooh. Is he a Hall of Famer? Well, I do think Vince is a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he's on the same level as like Dirk. I think Dirk was a better overall player than oh, Vince Carter. Dirk, if you say that Giannis can't get past Dirk, then because of longevity's sake, how many players does my man Vince Carter pass? Well, okay, but I okay to clarify the, the situation between Dirk and Giannis, I just think they're 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 contemporary. I think they're eye to okay. eye, mm-hmm. but I just think that, and I don't think I don't think um, Vince is on their level, but. To answer Would your question, McGrady. See, that's why I wish Jay Wills was on here because we named some players <laughs> that we think weren't Hall of Famers, and I think his name, McGrady's name, came up and somebody else's. 
So if you put Vince Carter, do you say he surpasses people like Tracy McGrady or well, he's kind of here's the here's the problem. I never looked, there was never a season that I looked at Vince Carter and said he was the best player in the NBA. Mm. There, was, there were seasons that I could I could argue that T Mac was the best player in the NBA. I could argue it. He may not have been because he was with Kobe and them. I mean, you well, know. Well, well, if we compare it, then how would y'all compare uh, Glenn, uh, Grant Hill to to Tracy McGrady or Vince Carter? He's we a can't dookie. because of his injury. Yeah, he's dookie. He goes down. Grant, <laughs> Grant Hill, <laughs> Grant Hill might have been better than all of you, oh, but we'll never know oh. because of the injury. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But he was um, on pace, though. I, the reason why I brought up the Dirk thing is because. I think longevity plays a part in that, but you also gotta think Dirk didn't play this other side of the of the court. Dirk was mm-hmm. horrific yeah. well, defensively. Yeah, yeah. 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 When you add Giannis multiple time all NBA plus defensive player of the year multiple times. Yeah. On on top of all the offensive stuff, I think he's if he's not past him, I think he's right well, there with him as the best pace. European. Free. But again, how many years has Giannis been in the league now? Eight years. I think since 13. Eight years. Eight, so eight, eight years. I mean, 20 years compared to eight. I mean, no. Nah, I understand. But he's he's accomplished more in his eight than Dirk did eight, in 20. Dirk right. I, I give you that. Yeah, no, I give you that. I'm just talking about <laughs> as far as longevity goes, you still got to yeah. weigh that in as a factor. I hear you. And if Giannis mm-hmm. happens to get another championship then it's and it's an MVP, then we yeah. got to start bringing up the other non-foreigner who's a king universally viewed as the best non-foreigner ever to play basketball. If he gets another title, we got to talk about start no, talking about no, him with the dream. No, I don't care. Dream. No, 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 I know. Uh-uh. I don't think so yet. I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, let's take a poll. Let's take a poll. Let's now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ed. Think about this though. You never seen a king out on a three-point line. But good, because that's where big men should be down in the paint. But I understand. Um, but, but, but here's but here's the thing about the dream, <laughs> and we can't escape this. The dream was smack dab. They got drafted at the same time. Him and Michael Jordan were exact. Their careers exactly paralleled one another. So Michael, if if many consider him the greatest of all time, and he has the hardware to prove it, think about it. When Dream got his two, his was it two? Two, two rings back to back. Mike wasn't in the league. Mike retired and then he came back. So he was right. still shaking that rust off. So the, the Dream may have had more had it not been for Mr. Mr. Jordan. And also, well, but there's a lot of players that would have had it. Dream played with in the era of Patrick Ewing, yeah, that was David whew. Robinson, Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So mm-hmm. he had the monsters that he was dealing with, and all of them say, Yeah. Dream was a problem, and I'm, and I'm and I'm not disrespecting Giannis because I hate when play, a lot of time people say, well, "Okay, well, they look at the look at the error because the, you know that they played in," and I and and I'm not totally dismissing that because I don't want to disrespect Giannis because that I mean he did it. I mean he he paid his dues. He didn't jump ship. He signed a, an extension. I, he did it in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so that shows you if an organization, because remember when he first got there, there was a different ownership mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. He got a billionaire owner. The billionaire owner built a new arena, 
was willing to spend money and not only spend money, but take care of Giannis. Hell, he planned his brother to really be a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also, can we just one time just give a salute to all three brothers now being NBA champions? Oh, That's crazy. <laughs> well, since the only reason the other brother is on the Lakers is because they thought they had a chance with Giannis. I'm not, I like the Lakers. What do you mean? I like the Lakers. Just wait till we talk about the Lakers. You just wait. That was real. I'm just saying, I like the Lakers. All right, moving Uh, on. As I mentioned earlier, the NBA draft is this Thursday. This has been a crazy offseason because of the COVID and everything, pushing everything back. But the draft is Thursday. Draft is two days away. The projected top five selections are Cade Cunningham, six foot eight, Point guard slash combo guard out of Oklahoma State, freshman. Jalen Green, who is going to make proof that you don't have to do the college route and still be a top pick. He was one of the first people to go to the G League Mm -hmm. and get paid. He made $500,000 last year playing in the G League and playing against professional basketball players. They might not all be NBA caliber, but some of them were. He's projected to be the number two pick, 6'6", 186. He's a shooting guard. Uh, you got Evan Mobley, who is the closest comparison I can – a slightly taller Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. Very slim. He's seven foot, legit seven feet. and mm-hmm. got an arm span of like seven six. But he likes to dribble. He can shoot the three a little bit. He can handle the ball. So he's not a a center. He's a power forward in the NBA game unless you're trying to play small ball, but he can move. Mm -hmm. My man Jalen Suggs of Gonzaga, who I personally think was the best player on one of the best teams last year. As a freshman, he took over that senior-laden team and drove Gonzaga. Yeah. Yeah. And then they lost. Mm -hmm. And then you got some other people. There's a, a young fella out of Congo, 6'8", with Jonathan Kuminga, who a lot of people haven't heard about, who's projected to be a top five, top seven pick. And then, of course, you got your Scotty Bond, Florida State, oh, no, da- sure. Davion Mitchell, Baylor, James Booknight, UConn, Keon Johnson, Tennessee, Franz Wagner of Michigan, the, the younger the brother. The younger brother of the Wagner, the plays for the Wizards. So you got some interesting teams, the players coming out. Don't forget him. The Sunu, I think his name is. Say that again, sis. Ayo, the Sunu, the uh, the one that they used to call the Mass Man when he was in the. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Out Illinois. of Illinois, didn't he play for mm-hmm. Illinois? Yeah, he played for he, Illinois. He, he's a he was a bad man. He he's a classic three and D type player. Coming into the NBA long lean. There's a lot of them. They, they're projecting that this draft might be close to the draft that produced LeBron, Melo, Bosch, mm-hmm. D Wade, and that is also deep. Mm-hmm. Time so will tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there anything that y'all are looking forward to in the draft or think? You're looking forward to seeing whether it's a play or whether it's a team making moves because there's a couple of teams 
that sound like their position to try to make some moves come Thursday. I think I'm curious what, um, what the Warriors and the Wizards. Yeah, I was just about. To I, say I think that. the Warriors and the Wizards. I think they they. I, I think the Wizards, like you mentioned last week, I believe it was last week when you said when I don't know if we mentioned it on on air or if this was a off air conversation we were all having, but you were saying you were saying that the best thing that you thought that the Wizards should do moving forward would be the trade, not only Bill, who's been in trade talks for two seemingly for at least at the minimum last two years, maybe even three, and Westbrook on top of that, and flip that for picks and maybe a young player, a, you know, rising player. But one of the interesting rumors I've heard is Bill to Golden State. Mm-hmm. That would be an interesting move as far as getting Weissman back, who was the number two overall pick out of Memphis last Ooh. year. And 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 some also the picks basically the draft for um the draft for uh w- the Warriors which I think they have seven and fourteen seven and fourteen yeah 14. so that would be an interesting pick and and you know if you if you're the Wizards I, I think you should maximize your assets and you can easily you can actually gain back assets because you know like we've been talking about you know right now the Wizards I think they squeaked into the playoffs last year. Even at best, when you consider they probably upgraded their coaching staff, even <laughs> even with that considered, okay, so you're now you're talking about you know maybe a, anywhere between a five to still eighth seed, you know I think DC I think this team deserves better than that. This organization think, deserves better than that. Yeah, I, I, I mean we'll see. Like, well, he has to make a decision before uh, draft night, obviously, but I don't see Bradley Bill having the patience to like go through another kind of process um with a new coach. I mean I, I think he's win now and I and I, I I have a sneaky suspicion that the Wizards are gonna be in rebuild mode. Hmm. There's two teams that I want to see what they're gonna do. Um I want to see what uh the Raptors are gonna do now that uh Kyle Lowry has uh left the building. I wonder who they're gonna select to fill his shoes. And then the second team is the Grizzlies. I like to see what they're going to do with uh, to give uh, John Morant some help because they got a nice nucleus, but they need a little bit more firepower to be contenders. The first thing they need to do down at the Grizzlies is figure out how to keep Junior healthy because mm. he's been mm-hmm. hurting for two years. If they can keep him healthy with John Morant and continue to add pieces, that 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 would be nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. That, that's gonna be interesting to see. Um, well, and, apparently, and, and, in, um, uh, Eric Bledsoe, he's not gonna be staying with Memphis from uh, what the reports are saying. So it'll be interesting no, to see what they no do big, with him. No big loss for Memphis. <laughs> 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 he's just a journeyman, man. He's just a journeyman. So, yeah, at this point, he, he is. I thought yeah. I, I, th- I expected more about out of, of of Bledsoe, but anyway, um. Also, I think I think the Lakers are at a crossroads too, because they have to figure out they they need to find a reliable <laughs> number two. <laughs> they do, um, because LeBron at this point in time could 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 easily be a facilitator, a point forward. That's easy, um, but I don't know if they have a point guard on that roster. They I heard they get ready, they get ready uh, re, uh, renew uh, Schroeder's contract. For four no, years. no, no, no. Nah. They don't see him as a starter there. They see him as a six man and nothing more. 
So their like primary focus is to find a point guard. You have options out there. I would even go as far and like you know don't troll. But I would even like try to nah, not Westbrook. I would even uh, holler at Houston to see what's up with John Wall. He don't want to stay there. I mean, they, they don't want another. They don't want another inch of body, and they can't take Wall's contract. And Wall Ooh. ain't giving no money back. Mm. That's one thing I know for sure. Wall ain't giving no money back. What if he asks for a trade? <laughs> what if he asks for a trade? You don't have any in the NBA. You have to match salary for salary within ten percent. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to give to match that forty million dollar salary that John Wall makes now? Give up a couple picks. I mean, a couple players for him if they yeah. really want him. They don't have anybody. Again, the only but, but, but two people is like worst case scenario. More than likely, it's either going to be Westbrook <laughs> or Lowry. I'm just saying, worst case scenario. If we don't, you, you can't know, do Westbrook either. Even Ricky Rubio. Yeah, I don't have any money in LA. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, we because, that. because of what how they maneuver to get AD and all that, they don't have any cap space. To get that, the the rumor that I heard today, um, believe it's on ESPN, is that they're trying to talk, or there's been some back channel discussions with Demar Derozan, because mm. mm. Derozan I think is tired of being in San Antonio, not winning. Of course, mm-hmm. he, he's a Cali guy. He never wanted to go there. <laughs> exactly. No, right. Right. So maybe DeRozan would be willing to come play for the Lakers at a discount. Because all it. the Lakers it's have to point. offer is the nine and a half million dollar veteran exception. Level exception, right? So it would have to be so, a signing trade. Right. Likely. But even with signing yeah. trade, you got to do match for match. Now, if they can. Pull out something that somebody wants Schroeder and do a sign and trade with Schroeder to get another guard, but still you're only talking about a, a fifteen to twenty million dollar player. You're not talking a forty million dollar player or anything like that. So what about Dame Time? Dame Time? No, money. they don't have anything to give. <laughs> no money. I mean, besides picks, uh, what? What are we going to be giving uh, future first round picks up until the year three thousand? But I wonder <laughs> if Schroeder is really that good. I don't think so. Right, because he was playing. Don't forget, he thrived next to Chris, Chris Paul. So his uh, head he, got big, and he thought he was a starter. Was he? Was he not. really that good? But but as you mentioned, as you mentioned, Big Reg, I think the three, I think the three interesting athletes that may change hands or has the, have the potential, at least as far as draft night. You have Bill. Yep. Uh, uh, Lillard. Yep. And 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 um Simmons. Yep. So those are the three. Now, of course, we all know Bill and and not Simmons, but Bill and Dane, they can easily do they can get traded anytime they feel like it. They can get mm-hmm. traded in the middle of the season, like a la, yeah. I mean, yeah. a la, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> they they <laughs> wake up in the morning and say enough's enough. Now I'm Simmons done. don't have that type of pull. Right. But he's gonna shoot. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, a serious question. All of y'all are Chris Paul. You got forty-four point two million. All you gotta do is say I opt in. After what happened in the finals, do you opt out with with the hopes of getting a two or three year deal, not for as much per year, but more money in total? 
So does Chris Paul want to end his career being about the money or about a chip? Exactly. If it's about a chip, I opt out and I find a way to join LeBron in the Lakers since they need a point mm -hmm. guard. I'll and they would wait the wrong of 2011. It would be 10 years to the uh to um when that uh trade was vetoed. Yeah, so that would stand David Stern. I know he's rolling over in his grave, but I can't stand him for vetoing mm -hmm. that trade because he would have Kobe back then. That, that's you know, what I, I would opt out. I didn't even think of that. That's that's awesome, right there. You're right. You're right, Professor, because it, you're right. Is it really about does he want a ring or does he want money? Because but it, yeah. even if he goes to L.A., it doesn't guarantee he's going to win a, a ring. Man, it does not. Really, but he, he got a better with the Lakers than the Clippers. Yeah. That team we see what well. happened with the Clippers. It, it's going to be better with the Lakers, I think, next year, assuming health with AD, which is a big assumption, mm -hmm. yeah. than staying at the Suns. They said everything – Everything, <laughs> everything worked right for the Suns this year, and that's not going to happen next year. Well, they say they say Billy Blanks. He's like, <laughs> he, he doing Tybo or whatever it's called. He's going he's going to get his body right. Ad Ad read, read the ride at by the Lakers and by LeBron. Do you think so? Oh, oh yeah, he got Ad got something to prove. Uh, absolutely, yeah. but I thought he has proved. Yeah, but I, I thought he was already working mark out. Word. I'm gonna mock some words. No, no, he yeah. wasn't LeBron working out. I thought he was already, yeah. you know, nah, nah, yeah. So, yeah, so we, I think we will see a, a different AD, but still, his body is his body, so we don't know if that's right. But this, better. this is definitely yeah. the offseason of point guards. Y'all mentioned Kyle Lowry earlier, you also got mm -hmm. Mike Conley out there. You got yeah, Derrick Rose team. that's going to be out there. Is anybody on the thirty? Lonzo Ball Lonzo is an Ball. unrestricted free agent, and supposedly oh, no. New. Orleans, I mean, not an unrestricted, restricted free agent. Supposedly, if the money gets up too high, New Orleans the one. Look, Lonzo Ball, the second half of last season, he was balling. Not only did he improve his jump shot, he was shooting close to forty percent from three. He was actually balling again and got his confidence back. He was like, my was he wasn't playing with LeBron. Me, well, yeah, he wasn't trying to get shot. Stop it, because he wasn't playing with the Lakers. You said Aaron Payne out, out there. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, I that I like is Reggie Jackson. Now that's a, now, now I'd rather just, have Reggie than than anybody you just if, mentioned. If the Lakers can't get, don't you know, Chris Paul to come, I would instead of paying Schroeder the twenty million plus the twenty five million he wants. I would give Reggie Jackson fifteen million. You ain't got to move. Mm -hmm. Make more money than you ever made. Sometimes you'll run a point, but a lot of times you'll be the off guard, and he'll be happy with that. And you hurt the Clippers. Mm -hmm. Getting Lowry. Don't worry about that. We mm. getting Lowry. But anyway, Chris Paul would be the better point guard. We'll CP three. But yeah, um, Phoenix ain't trying to work with the Lakers. You already know that. So yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's why CP3 would have to opt out to make that. Happen. Have to opt out. That's my uh, call. Well, he not opt. He not opted. I mean, if that's the case, he's not opting out to get. I mean, he's not going from forty-four to nine. If you made three hundred million, if, if it's really about the ring, right, you got but it, but it, but is it really about the ring at this point? Hey, hey don't I forget. We're gonna find out. Um, can just hand him whatever he need. Yeah, yeah, he made three hundred yeah. million and three hundred plus million in contracts. We not even talk about the 
advertising stuff money right. and the production companies and all that. So money shouldn't be the, the driving factor. Form on the back end. Come on, man. But it's hard to walk away from forty-four million. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, last thing on the NBA, so we can move on. Do the Sixers move Ben Simmons Thursday night? They got to. Man. They have to. Yeah. They have to. But I, I mean, I'm just curious who would pick him up. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what deals are out there? That's the only thing. They keep. Supposedly, they've been talking to a lot of teams about the possibility. The only thing, again, that makes sense to me is to work out a deal with Portland. For Dane. Not for Dane. No, because they're not getting Dane for CJ McCullough. For CJ, yeah. That gives 76ers a shooter who opens up space for the big fella. And it gives Portland a guy that can take the point some off of Dame and play defense, which neither one of them do in Portland. So, what about Camelo? What about Camelo? Because I heard he's trying to roll out. Camelo free agent. Camelo just be happy to be in the league next year. LA Laker bench with Brown. He's right with Brown and AD. He's been trying to get down there. LeBron ain't been trying to have it, so we'll see. All right, we got to move on. Mm. Because we got to talk about the big subject. Mm. NCAA got rocked. Uh, news leaked out last Thursday, I believe, mm. that Oklahoma and Texas Mm-mm-mm. were thinking about joining the SEC. Money, 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 money. It went from thinking Thursday, <laughs> or maybe it was Wednesday, to by Friday, a newspaper in Houston reported that t- discussions have been going on back channel for over six months. That's crazy. Between Oklahoma and Texas about joining the SEC. Yeah, they want oh, that money, bro. They want that they money. Hated, I thought they hated each other. They want that money, bro. Come on now. They know they the biggest two draws in the mm-hmm. Big Twelve. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense so they can keep their rivalry together. That one moves that they move together. So you got two universities moving together, two supposed rivals to go to the SEC. And by Monday, they had submitted the information to Big Twelve. We are not renewing our rights We're agreement. Right. <laughs> yep. We done. Mm-hmm. And today. They submitted only it. Mm-hmm. submitted their application to join the SEC. That wasn't even a week. Now they say July first, twenty twenty five, but we all know that's going to be. But soon. that they can buy out. They can get out of that. And mm-hmm. Thursday, the SEC meets with their presidents and chancellors to discuss Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC in a week. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was three business days, <laughs> <laughs> if that. So. Okay, so there's a lot to unfold right here. So, first of all, why? That's the question. Uh, J3, uh, anytime you want, you can jump in here. Why Why is this happening? They want to make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> they want to make it rain. <laughs> I think <laughs> something's <laughs> coming. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand this movement. I don't necessarily know how it would necessarily be be beneficial, and maybe someone can explain this to me. 
how can it why why would it be beneficial for Texas and Oklahoma to 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 flee to bounce from the Big Twelve this past year? The TV deal, the SEC generated seven hundred thirty million dollars, right? Divided by their fourteen schools, that's fifty-two million dollars, right? The Big Twelve generated four hundred twelve million. Divided mm-hmm. by their ten schools, so that's that's eleven million. Eleven million dollars a year. That's the current deal. The SEC deal ends in twenty twenty three, and the new deal starts in twenty twenty four. How convenient! That's mm-hmm. the, the new deal is projected without Oklahoma and Texas to be north of nine hundred million. With Oklahoma and Texas. 1.2 billion annually. Right. So now you're talking about 75 million per year. Yeah. That's before you sell a ticket. Big difference. That's before you do any of your advertising, anything. You walk in with 75 million dollars. So here's the issue. That's the site money. Did S <laughs> did did S did the SEC approach Texas and Oklahoma, or did Oklahoma and Texas approach them? Because the SEC don't, they don't need Texas and Oklahoma to get one billion. I, I believe Oklahoma and Texas were the ones who approached it. Because don't forget, with you. when we had the big realignments <laughs> previously, Texas approached the Pac-12 <laughs> about yeah. joining the Pac-12, and they were supposedly supposed to be bringing Oklahoma with them, and then that the Big Twelve gave them said you can do your own network, network. and all that. And that but that triggered Texas A&M to leave the big the uh the Big 12 at the Big time 12. and 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 come to the SEC. But that's the issue. How is Texas A&M taking all this? Oh, they pissed. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. pissed. You see what I'm saying? They had they had Texas locked down as far as the SEC school. Oh, recruiting, they had taken over Texas as far as recruiting. Yeah, Texas A&M mm-hmm. might be the only school <laughs> that objects to this. <laughs> because they had no idea the AD was pissed, the coach was pissed. The AD said the reason we left Jimbo the Big 12 is because we wanted to be the only team in the state of Texas in the SEC. I think mm. realistically, the two SEC teams that should that should scream the, the loudest would be obviously AM. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, I mean, less than two hours separates them two schools. Mm-hmm. And then you have to you have to consider LSU as the other school that would, would that would say okay well why do we why do you want to you know because that's Texas is LSU's hotbed recruiting I feel you so but yeah, I guess at the end of the day saying we'll beat them all bring them all that's it <laughs> you know Ed ain't scared of nobody yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ed too long for LSU is if all this stuff to keep popping off in LSU keep coming true. So, but again, when you go to Texas and there, you can say we made fifty-two million dollars this past year. We'll make fifty-five in the next couple of years. If these two teams join us, you're gonna make twenty more million dollars a year minimum. Mm-hmm. That's a lot more zeros to um, uh, Jimbo Jimbo's contract. That's a, that's a lot more zero. That twenty million dollars extra finances the rest of your athletic program. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, I wonder what role, if any, the NIL situation played in all this. I think that played a role in this because they see the landscape changing. Mm-hmm. They see the NCAA, at least as far as big-time football and big-time basketball, mm-hmm. eventually getting to a point where the conference is going to say, we don't need you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now, the NCAA owns the rights of the NCAA men's tournament, basketball tournament, mm-hmm. but they don't have anything to do with the college football playoffs. So they've already excluded them out of that, which is Good. the big money. So they can basically tell NCAA pound sand and we can start our own basketball tournament or we'll share some revenue with you for that for a few years until y'all just get out of here because super conferences coming. This is what we're leading to. We're leading to 16 to 20 team super conferences. And I think two or three will survive and that's going to be the end of it. And everybody else will be like division one double A. Y'all can play football or basketball if you want to, but you're not going to get on TV. But here's here, here's what's going to here's my, here's my theory as far as the, how the NIL is playing all in this. I think that with the increased revenues, I think I think when these colleges are looking at the, the landscape and saying, okay, now we can officially pay these players, not not directly, but we can we can it it would be easier to funnel money to these guys. We need as much in our war chest as possible. Now Texas should have no problem as far as their war chest. There's people that you never see at Texas. Well, they're the, they're the richest, they're they're the richest public school in the country. In, in the country. Mm-hmm. Right, right. They're the second richest university in the country after Harvard. So they, they, the money should be no object. But I think they were looking at the landscape and say, okay, we're starting, we're going to enter into a wild, wild west, and how do we keep up and compete? And I think with the, the increased revenue and the, the notoriety, I mean, of the SEC, it's it's a plain fact, that, and this is all about football. This has nothing to do with those other sports. Those other sports are just fodder. They don't care about the other sports. It's all this is all about the football contracts, and I think that um, they looked at the landscape and said, "Okay, how do we keep up? First of all, we need to be associated with that, that with that conference, and this the extra money is certainly a plus." Where we can where we can actually funnel it into facilities and 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 funnel it into um. To, towards the players and coaches. Because yeah. don't forget the um, the UFC gym owner who's offered to pay each Miami Hurricane mm-hmm. player five hundred dollars a month for the school year mm-hmm. just to tweet about his gym. Right. That's mm-hmm. only going to cost him like four hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. Mm-hmm. So just imagine you you get a pick up extra twenty million dollars. Mm. You could pay all the football players. A thousand dollars a month, plus whatever they can make on the NIL. But give them a thousand dollars a month stipend, and it costs you less than a million dollars. And see, this is, <laughs> and this was the problem all along with the NCAA. And this is how come the NCAA should have been smarter than they thought they were, and they should have came up with a solution years ago and figured out a way. Especially when they started seeing the landscape change, and figure out a way to get the to get to to. Drop that sham of amateurism and try to figure out how to get these players money because now you've entered into a wild, wild west situation. There's going to be money flowing. And and think about it. The SEC is getting ready to go into a, a deal. You said approaching or exceeding a billion dollars, right? A year. A year. Now, had this NIL situation not came down the pipe, that contract would have still been signed. 
Yep. So what I'm saying is that money would have been all in the NCAA execs, coffers, university presidents, head coaches, et cetera, but none to the players. So it's just it just points out the hypocrisy of of hiding behind college athletics as a pure amateur situation. It's not. This is professional football at at, at its finest. Heck, they're rival. Their their contracts rival the NFL contracts. Getting close. Getting close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and BJ, I think what's going to happen with HBCUs mm. um, doing all this is some uh, notoriety that they're getting. Thanks to some of the coaches that are coming back to them, there will be players who would have gone to some of these less productive Big Five teams mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that are going to end up, end up getting left out. Mm-hmm. That may start going to HBCUs, and you're going to have networks that are out there looking to add programming. Mm-hmm. So they'll be able to pick up some programming, which will pick up some dollars. They prove that they can play. play, mm-hmm. And that all snowballs. So they may not be a, a power five revenue generator, but they could be like a, a all-American conference generator. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way HBCUs are going because people are now, athletes are now, because of NIL, realizing that if I can bring my own brand to that mess of money, I can bring the notoriety with me. If I can get two or three guys to come with me to an HBCU, mm-hmm. we can do some things. Because we talk about the new school, these new school kids are savvy. Mm-hmm. And they're 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 well schooled on social media and they're they're creating brands literally when they're 10. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they so the HBCUs they don't necessarily have to die. I mean, all it takes is a couple of these kids. They go there, you know. They you know they can ball. They they getting some change. They can legally make change. Speaking of, of the, legally uh, making change, go ahead, go ahead, J three. I'm sorry. I was going to say, don't think, don't forget about Miss Bezos, who's donating um, millions of dollars to these HBCU schools as well. So that's going to help them um, continue to um, progress as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Did, did, did you see the power flex that Nick Saban did last week? He just happened to drop a comment while he was at the Texas High School Coaches Recruiting Association. So that's our brand. Saying, <laughs> yeah, my man Bryce Young ain't even hit the field yet, but he got some ungodly figure as the exact quote. Getting close to seven figures. He ain't even played. A million, a million. In that song. What that shows, though, to me, is Bryce Young and his parents are smart. Brandon Early. He's from California. He understand. They understood marketing, and they hired Creative Artists Association, which is one of the huge international um, ad marketers and agents. Mm-hmm. And CAA is saying, we get our foot in the door with a possible future NFL starting quarterback. We will be his rep mm-hmm. when he gets his NFL contract. So we go start it earlier. So it is crazy. And they have a foothold mm-hmm. into the University of Alabama. And they're getting a foothold mm-hmm. into Alabama. Absolutely. Right. So <laughs> Nick, Nick was flexing. He wasn't just, you know, because he also made his, if you come out if you want to be, if you want to get paid, 
come to Alabama. Because mm-hmm. I got guys that ain't even played the game, really, get ready to get almost a million dollars by the time they leave here. Nice. Imagine if you were a star. Nice. <laughs> so I think that's going to start the war between schools. So th- this whole landscape is going to change. Yeah, but I'm so just... curious to see how these schools in Texas, like when SMU got in trouble, Texas was like a like like doing this what what's going on now, but behind clo- uh, oh, technically behind closed doors. Yeah, close doors. Yeah. And so and so now that these schools can actively pay these people now, Ooh. it's going to be crazy. It's going to be like gangbusters, man. Like it's going to be interesting. Yeah, trying to recruit a Texas high school kid to not go to Alabama. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just concerned <laughs> with how this is going to affect these young kids. Like can't I mean it's going I mean now that now that you have a I mean 18 19 It's like anything else you're going to have the hard stories mm-hmm. and you're going to have the good stories. Watch what I tell you, work ethic in these kids are going to improve drastically now because they had they can actually see that they can have an opportunity to make like you said six and seven figures from the jump. I'm telling you, coaches ain't gonna have to work as hard as they've been working lately. Hey, Artie, can I say this? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What's gonna happen when the next LeBron James, but in football coming out of high school, is now the showcase that's on ESPN, that's on Fox Sports, that everybody wants to follow now that the name, image, and likeness is now starting to trickle and influence so many other sports? Since we're mentioning high school, then what about that quarterback or that running back or that star linebacker that's coming out of high school and now everybody wants to sink their claws into him? Wouldn't those contracts still trickle down to them as well? Yes, it's already happened in high school basketball. Um, one yeah, of football, I'm saying football. What, yeah, what, but yeah. If, 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 it's, if it's already happening. Basketball, mm-hmm. and that just happened last week. Uh, uh, I forget the young man's name, but he plays with uh, uh Bronny, Bronny, yeah, yeah, Mikey Williams. Mm-hmm. Mikey Williams is gonna be a millionaire before he hits college. Mm-hmm. He just signed with an agency, and Mikey Williams has something like four and a half million followers between his different multi social media things. So they say Mikey mm-hmm. Williams is gonna be a millionaire before he hits college. So absolutely, that's coming for football. Once somebody gets, especially for the quarterbacks, quarterbacks, big time receivers, you know the running backs don't get as much love anymore. Big time defensive ends, and if they develop their social media following early, yeah, it's gonna be monsters. Mm-hmm. And coaches gonna have to change because guess what now. Now you got people that coming in that got the got money from the jump. Yes. <laughs> so you ain't gonna talk mm-hmm. to me and treat I ain't me one, anyway. I ain't running that way, Sprint. Yeah, I ain't representation. Mm-hmm. And you talked to my agent about that. Yeah, but I agree with what J3 said. Y'all saying I ain't going to run that wind sprint, but I think their work ethic will change and mm-hmm. get better as opposed to going in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, practice. I think you'll get both. I think you're talking about practice. Money. The only thing they're going to get more money. <laughs> practice. If they want to build, if they, well, if they go to Alabama, they go in the class. Okay. That that that. You, you agree to practice? Go to Notre Dame, they go in the class. They go to Notre Dame, they go in the class. Absolutely. There are some places you won't have to do that, but there will be some others where you know 
University that of Miami. That might be optional. Hey, man, I'm, I'm going to make it rain. I'm going down. Miami. <laughs> I'm comforting you. They ain't doing nothing in Clemson either. <laughs> but, but, don't, don't say nothing to me, Dabo. They ain't going to Clay. University what, of Miami. What yeah. the coaches will have to hang over them is, you're not doing what you're going to do. You're not playing. Right. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, and those deals. So, so how long is that yeah. deal going to last if you're not doing what yeah. you're going to do? So yeah, Exactly. So that brings us to the big boys. NFL training camp officially kicks off this week. Most teams started reporting today. The rest of them will report, start reporting tomorrow. So the drama is finally over. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Some straight garbage. I'm Came back. Off. Man, he ain't stick to his guns. Well, <laughs> it, it, it sounds they wow. both they both capitulated a they, little bit. Yeah, they kind of met in the middle. Aaron Rodgers compromised. He don't want to be there. I know he doesn't want to be there, but his choice was not be there and pay, start paying $50,000 a day fines, plus have them possibly go after his uh, signing bonus that he's already received for this year and some other things where he could have ended up owing them almost $30 million. Versus working something out to try to get himself out of there. So they voided the last year of his contract, which was 2023. And supposedly there's a handshake deal. If I was Aaron, I would have it in writing. Let me get that in writing. Yeah. (laughs) That uh, this is my last year and at the end of the year. But right now, as it's reported, the terms are that they will revisit getting him traded if he still wants to leave. And the fact that they're going to. Exactly. When they make some big decisions, they're going to ask for his input. As Aaron Rodgers, if you were Aaron Rodgers, would you take this season? No, because no, you're, I would go out on a high note. Chip, you you're, yeah. you've been knocking on the door to a Super Bowl the last two to three years. You're good mm-hmm. enough to win a championship, win that thing, and walk off into the sunset like Barry Trotz did with the Capitals. You know what? We got we don't like each other. Cool. But I'm going to wheel this team to a Super Bowl victory, and then I'm going to walk away. That's my handshake. I'm done. Give me my MVP. <laughs> give me my Super Bowl trophy. And then you, you, Mr. Murphy, I know you're a former Washington player, but you can stick it. I like it. I like your optimism, <laughs> Professor Jay. I like your optimism. I really do. Yeah. And I don't like it. Dante Adams put that uh, thing on social like media. Yeah, and, and I think – that they realized that Aaron had a little more power because mm-hmm. talks start breaking down with them and Devontae Adams that they were trying to do mm-hmm. a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. chances are they're going to lose Aaron next year mm-hmm. and then Devontae mm-hmm. Adams the year after that because his contract is up this year. I'm sure they're going to franchise tag him, so they'll be able to hold on to him for a year. But then he's going to be out of there unless the youngin' Jordan Love can play. So. Well, yeah, well, see, this is great for Aaron because what it is is – he knows he he has the option at the end of this year to bounce, but then it's also good for Green Bay, and we and it's a it's a partnership, so to speak. So it's also good for Green Bay because they can actually observe what's Love doing as far as his practice reps and what he's looking like in the preseason or what have, or maybe in mop up duty if he gets mop up duty, and and then they can make an assessment at the end of the year. By that time, by by the end of year two, whether or not you got on the field or not, you should know if that dude can play. True. And Aaron Rodgers, in the meantime, he's still peeping this dude out behind him. He was like, okay, how much le- how much more leverage do I have than I already have, which is right. 100% right now. <laughs> right. 
So yeah, I think it works out for both. I, I think it works out for everybody. And and then again, at the end of this year, you know, think about it. The contract situations that they were doling out this year, it was okay. But think about it. There's Hopefully, a, COVID is over next year. Hopefully, and there's a Hopefully. new deal hitting in two, right? Not this season, not next season, season after that new right. deal hits, so he could get traded to a team, have one year left, and get three years at some two or three years right. at some crazy money. So, and he's what he's thirty seven right now, thirty six, thirty seven. And you think about, hey, you could forty is the magic number now for QBs. You can, you can, you can easily. Yeah. As long as you got a good offensive line, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Ed. You're absolutely you take right, care, and you take care of your body and commit to right. it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. avocado ice cream. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the other interesting thing that happened, uh, which was a smart move, Deshaun Watson reported to camp. That's like Elvis coming back. We we haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. I, I, when's the last time you seen Deshaun? He's not going to leave that money on the table. Yeah, he ain't giving up 50K a day. Mm-mm. Hey, but that 50K don't change the game. Oh, yeah. And, and it can't be forgiven. <laughs> Woo, that 50K. I, you know, you would think someone making 39 mil a year, that, but now that 50K is the magic number. And, and when you got a a, a a lawyer bill that's adding up yeah. on others, yeah, that 50,000 a day can be going to Rusty. And, yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. The question is, what does the Texans slash the NFL do now? Because he's forced their hand. Mm. Well, it's they're supposed about to hit days. the field tomorrow. But he's not on right. that list yet. I haven't even heard from the NFL concerning uh, Deshaun. Yeah, yeah but, but has he been charged? No. Right. But there's been t- hasn't there been players before? You don't have to be charged, charged yeah. in order to go on the exempt list. Well, mm-hmm. if you're on the exempt list, you still get paid. So he's straight yeah. either way. Yeah, they're not going to get out of not paying him. As long as he does the things that he's doing, like showing up, mm-hmm. they got to pay him. But well, you can't put him on a you can't put him on the field right now. Because no. I don't understand when when Antonio Brown last year he got put on the exempt list after yeah, he got right. after those allegations mm-hmm. that girl mm-hmm. levied against him mm-hmm. that, that young lady levied mm-hmm. against him in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out. I think it was after he signed with Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay. Uh, no, it was before. He was a free agent. Yeah, yeah. They put him on the no, no, list. They give like once, like he uh, signed with Tampa Bay. Did they say, "Oh well, you're suspended"? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, such eight, eight. It was like yeah, yeah. They they put him on the exempt list so no one would pick up his rights until they figured out what was going on. And then they said, okay, we're going to suspend him for eight games. Mm-hmm. Now you can, if you want to sign him, you can sign him and oh, deal with it from okay, there. Okay, okay. I got confused. So I, I think it's a situation. Do the Texans send him home? Because they can't put this dude on the field. I, I'm sorry. We haven't talked about it. You got 22 civil lawsuits, and now there are 10 criminal hmm. complaints that the Houston Police organization are following. Here's the situation. Here's the crazy thing about it. It doesn't seem like, uh, well, Deshaun showed up, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like, as far as the public statements that Rusty Hart, as his Rusty, his his attorney is uh, releasing, it doesn't seem like he's really concerned about it. But I mean, he's and paid. Not, I mean, he's innocent. put on that face. Evidence. There's no evidence. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and Watson maintaining his innocence, saying he he didn't, you know, unless he signed a deposition that he was supposed to have sealed and never get out. 
I, I don't really see where where they can charge him and actually have anything stick without any evidence. You can't convict somebody off a of hearsay. Mm-hmm. And, and Rusty Harden is adamant that there will be no um, side agreements without that That's being made public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're we not settling unless y'all agree to make the settlement public so we can talk about all the terms and all that because I'm sure they're saying, okay, we'll we'll give you some money to make this go away, but then y'all got to go out there and say that y'all made up most of this. All these accusations. <laughs> yeah, because if to, not, to, because, to my guy. Yeah, because if not, he'll end up in like like Big Ben, and when when Big Ben's you know made his cases go away, but and that Big was just Ben's one or two people. But, now you're talking about yeah, but Big Big Ben has never his endorsements disappeared with it. Oh yeah. So Deshaun has to he'd have to make a decision. He'd be like, okay, no more no more national ads. More all those things go all those things go away. You'll get paid. But you won't have any of the notoriety that comes with being a professional football player. Yeah. No more so, Campbell suit. None of that. Mm-hmm. None of that. All that go away. Mm-hmm. So if he if he's confident he didn't do anything wrong, I'm not saying he did or didn't. But if he's confident, I wouldn't I wouldn't sign anything. I would make want to make yeah. it public too. What you got? You ain't got nothing. <laughs> and based on what I read today, if the trial goes through and they go through not the trial, the civil case goes through. The earliest he could be deposed, because he would be deposed last, would be February, March next year. So, so that's now, after the season, right? So now, so something has to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a shame. Well, the Texans asking price uh, if they're 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 willing to trade him from what the reports are saying, but the asking price is like super high. Yeah, like they should have <laughs> traded him when they, they first mm-hmm. said this. Because there's also rumors that the Texans knew that this suit was coming. Mm. At least one or two of them. Of course, they had no they, idea the side. They behind some of it. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they. Well, behind you want to leave? I'm, I'm with you. I'm watch <laughs> this conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. We we have no evidence to that fact. So nope. That's just I'm just saying it's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild that when he was a good old boy. Nothing came mm-hmm. out, and this stuff was supposedly for years. And now, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, he makes some noise talking about this a plantation. I want mm-hmm. to get him out of here, and now all of a sudden, boom! Right, just just coincidentally. I feel you. So, and it'd be interesting. We're not defending anybody on this show, right? No, 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 no. But it's just kind of wild that these things surface when people flip turn coat on them. Conspiracy theories. The, the the Jets reported to camp without <laughs> really, really, Professor. <laughs> without their number two overall pick, Zach Wilson, which is funny because his salary is already slotted, so he knows he's getting he's gonna get paid thirty five point one five million dollars for his four year contract. What was you holding out for? And he getting twenty three million dollars. Roughly in the sign of bonus, but they beefing off of this offset language. This is the second year where we've had this situation with top picks. And for y'all to uh, don't know what offset is in the event, and we've seen this happen now recently. You never used to see this happen that if a team decides that they want to get rid of you, 
your, your contract as a first round is fully guaranteed. So you get your money. But if they decide they want to get rid of you for the four years and you get signed by somebody else, then what the offset language would say is we only pay you the difference between what you're making from the other team and what we owe you. And not every team does this. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had the number one pick, they don't do this. So Trevor Lawrence got his contract with no offset. Mm. Well, Zach Wilson needs it because he definitely get he definitely be out of New York in two years. <laughs> <laughs> the kicker is Justin Fields got part of his offset language Remote. kicked out. So like the first two years, they can't come back and get. So he's trying to figure out. He's smart too because he gonna when one that first Chicago winner he gonna want to get out right here and go back to Georgia. Man, he's so, playing in Ohio State. Right, they next door to each other. Chicago, Chicago cold is different than Ohio. I, Ohio State. I was cold. I spent a lot of time in Columbus. It's not the same. Trust me, it's not the same. But anyway, that's the there and there. Yeah, so. It's going to be interesting. And they have nobody on the NFL roster with experience. Nobody. As far as the QB. So they got to get this dude signed, which seems like he's going to get his way. BJ, great question. Um, I'm going to speak for myself. I think I'm speaking for my other Post brothers, but I'm going to speak for me. Anybody out there that hasn't done their own research with credible sources and still not willing to get a COVID vaccine with these variants jumping off, then each time they it changes, the variants get stronger, not easier yet. to catch, and more deadly, and you are willing to put all that at risk and not do your profession that's going to pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars? Yeah, it's just, that's just going to be a I, I can't day. understand it. Ignorance yeah. satisfying us. Hey, BJ, what, what we say the most on this show, we we, we, we tell you, money talks. Oh, yeah. Business owners known as the multi-billion dollar industry called the NFL, they do not want to see their product not be on the field in its full capacity, making them as much money as they need to. So if that means that they got to find the players to do the right thing to make sure mm -hmm. that they stay healthy and maintain competitive balance, what you think these owners are going to do? That's exactly oh, yeah. what they're going to do. They're going to take the Biden approach and make it mandatory. Do their mm -hmm. research. I don't care if you believe in the virus or not. When you start affecting people's bottom lines, you're going to mm -hmm. do exactly what they want you to do so that you as the product can be out there making mm -hmm. the fans like us happy because if yeah. we're not happy, we're not spending money. And if mm -hmm. we're not spending money, their contracts aren't worth the paper that they're printed on. Money mm -hmm. yeah, talks, exactly. bro. Money and, and I'm so sick of these people talking about my rights. <laughs> uh, you, you restricting my rights. No, we're not restricting your rights. This is my company. You right. don't have to work here. We're not saying exactly. you can't work here. You, you can work here. But these, are the <laughs> these are the parameters in which you can be employed at my job, my company. This yeah. is a private business. This is not a government. This is yeah. a private business. My you team. choose. <laughs> you choose to work here. 
But it's not in, it's not preventing you from earning a living. You still earn a living. UPS, no, it's it's a whole whole lot of people hiring. They might Everybody have a mandate too, right though. UPS might have a mandate too. They're making these hundreds yeah. of millions, <laughs> hundreds they, of thousands of millions. Right. right, I got my rights. Sometimes money has to be worried about rights. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's just real life. And for everybody that's out there that, you know, and I, some people could have valid reasons why they're hesitant. I get it. And if that's your reason, that's fine. But you have to deal with the consequences mm-hmm. of having those reasons. Patrick, just Sam, like, stop it, bro. Patrick, just like kids got to get vaccinated to go, go, go to school. Guess what? You got to get vaccinated to come here to work because this thing is killing people. Yes. And you're not like like Professor Jay said. You're not messing up my money. Exactly. You're not because I'll mess up your money before you mess up my money. Exactly. And they're talking about the whole team got it. Like you got to pay if you if, if what if a team comes down and it forces the cancellation. Yeah, it's that a- team has to pay the other team. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They not. They ain't playing that. And you, and you, but it's and, about and, time though. It's about right. time that they finally uh, put this into effect. They should have did this six months ago, and maybe Ooh. we would already be out of this situation that we in. Yeah. And then your they teammates fucking you up in the locker room because you forfeited the game. Can you imagine somebody losing mm. a game check because mm. you didn't get vaccinated and if you bought something from your household into the locker room that caused the game to get right. you talk about and and, and oh. don't let one of them players they little you know they little secret they were supposed to get them a Birkin bag. And they can't go get that Birkin bag now. Oh man, shit, boy. They, they're gonna cause all kind of problems. <laughs> all kind of problems. And the <laughs> only reason why the players have the option is because they had the players association and they mm-hmm. bargained that. Now they hate the players association. They because because it, it saw that the coaches who have an association but not as strong as the players association, it's not an option. If you are a tier one employee. Which means you're a coach that's face to face with the players, mm-hmm. or staff that's face to face with the players. It's not optional. They if you want to work for NFL, you have to be vaccinated. And right. two coaches have already had to lose their jobs because mm-hmm. they refuse, thinking that oh they ain't gonna do that. All oh, right, no sir, you cannot <laughs> work here. <laughs> so stay on the right. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I applaud that. So that's how we feel. BJ, we 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 trying to protect everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And if y'all don't think, if y'all think this is over, y'all y'all fooling yourselves. Mm, no it's getting right here, just like last year. Yep. It got a little easy. Then summer hit. People start moving around, and now more people are moving than ever. It started going up, and then we got the nasty stuff in the fall and winter. We're going to have the mm-hmm. same thing happen. It's just terrible. Yeah. But on a good note, to the to the Washington football team fans, they had two extensions that were signed this week. Defensive tackle Jonathan Allen got a four-year, $72 million extension, $30 million guaranteed. Tight end Logan Thomas, who destroyed Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Yeah, he got a three I mean, year extension. And, and, no, not the playoffs in the in the in the game leading to the playoffs. Three year mm-hmm. extension, twenty four million dollars, ten million guaranteed. This is a man that went from college quarterback, mm-hmm. tried to make the NFL's quarterback, kept getting cut, switched positions, and now paid. It's getting paid. So, and then out in the That's- desert. It's been quiet, but he's supposed to report tomorrow. Chandler Jones of the Arizona Cardinals is not happy 
Probably because mm-hmm. he saw them give J.J. Watt all that money. And he like, J.J. Watt going to be making almost as much money as I do this year. And I've been here. And he right old. Right he's on the wall. It's not a, it's not. Look, life ain't fair. <laughs> it's not. True and, story. And True story. I mean, I like, you know, Taylor Jones, he he, he come from a, a, a famous family. You know, all, you know, his brother's Bone Jones. I mean, you know, his other brother played for the Ravens. I mean, but he's not he JJ Watt. JJ Watt. I mean, I'm just <laughs> it's levels, made... bro. It's levels. <laughs> you know, true story. So it's gonna be interesting to see good. what happened there. Well, Ch- Chandler's Ooh, a beast. If yeah. you look at the he's a beast. since he's, he's been in up. NFL, I think he's number two in sacks mm. since he's been in NFL. But again, he still ain't JJ Watt. Watt. Nah, it's that name, Chandler. You can hold out fifty thousand dollars a day. <laughs> Ain't nobody holding out no more. That's the magic. I don't know who came up with that number, but nobody. Fifty k a day. That's all I say to him. Fifty k a day takes the hold out away. Missing out that money. Mm-mm. That's right. Yeah. All right. Last last segment. We gotta talk about the Olympics. I I, I was hoping that we would be able to talk about you know the fun things about the Olympics here in twenty. 21, but we got a major story, two, actually two major stories overnight. First, while most of us were asleep, Naomi Osaka mm. lost in the third round of the tennis tournament. And right after the tournament, she said the pressure she's been under being the host in the host country, and then the fact that she's been the face of this thing for now um, five years mm-hmm. just got to her and she didn't play her best because of all that mountain pressure. I think Naomi needs to take some time off, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think she just needs to chill for a little bit. She's only 20, what, five? I don't think she's 24. Yeah, she. I think she needs to chill for a little bit. And then later this morning, this morning, we started plashing all over anything you want to watch or have a phone in the U.S. Simone Biles drops out of the team competition. Now, instantly, people thought she injured herself. That's what the yeah. That's what they were saying on CNN. But on the stations I was peeping on peeping at, they were saying she quit. And she addressed that fact. Yes. That she said that the pressure of this Olympic Games had been building up so much for her that between their practice Mm -hmm. and the actual uh, event was five hours. She said she was shaking so much she couldn't even stand still. And that all this pressure built up so much and in our first Vault attempt, their first thing, she, this is the best vault in the world who has a vault named after and was going to have a second vault named after in this Olympics because you have to do an Olympics of World Champion to get a move named after you. She lost track in the middle mm. of a vault. Mm. So she did the right thing. So yeah. she, she, she immediately she the right knew, thing. my head is not in this and the mm-hmm. stuff that I try to do. Mm-hmm. If I'm not 100% in this, I can get really hurt. The thing is, yeah. I'm glad, I'm, I'm happy. 
well, first of all, I'm not happy that she, she this this happened to her, but I'm happy that it happened in 2021 and not 1984 or 1992. Because she would have got killed. Because mm-hmm. she would have crucified. She's already getting killed a little yeah, bit, but no, she would have got no, killed. If you go on some, some of these these underground message boards, she's getting destroyed. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's because most boys. people don't understand how mental health no, impacts a person. I agree with you, but I'm just saying that the, that we understand that. Obviously, we've talked about it extensively on this show, but I just I'm just happy for her for her mentals mm-hmm. that that it did it happened now as opposed to before because she already has a couple strikes against her. Unfortunately, whether we want to admit it or not. She has some. She has. She has to deal with a whole bunch of stuff that a lot of people. Naomi has to deal with the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to deal with. So I just. I'm just. For, I'm just. Hopefully she'll get better. You know. Hopefully. You know what? She can just withdraw from the Olympics. I know she still has to make the decision if she's going to do her individual drills, uh, uh, competitions. But, um, yeah. I hopefully think, she. I think. I think Simone, when she when she was doing, because I was watching her do the gymnastics and she was making a few mistakes. And you could tell that you could see the passion in, in her uh, her approach, but her mentality to me just wasn't there. And, you know, just like you said, doing that vault, you have to be 100 percent focused on that vault. And I think, you know, she was not only the pressure, but I think she still is has reservations about the situations that she dealt with. Um, previously, With the U.S. And, Olympic and, team, Absolutely. right, and, and I think you know all those emotions in in her approach and trying to succeed and still be the best. It just was just too much, and she said, "I can't do it." But look here, mm-hmm. here's the problem, and if nobody else wants want to say it, I'm gonna say it. It's still the question about race as well, because whenever somebody of another color comes out. And I'm, you know, white person comes out and say they deal with depression, they deal with mental health and things like that. They give them a foundation. They give mm-hmm. them a platform. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Michael Phelps is lauded for the things that he does. And I'm not taking mm-hmm. anything away from him. But the moment he opened his mouth about mental health issues and things like that, he got celebrated. So now, when 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 people of color tell you that they struggle with some of the same things, then all of a sudden you want to trash them and do all these things. Mm-hmm. Can't none of y'all do an iota what they do out there? None. You got that right. You need to shut your mouth. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. If you never been through this type of stuff, then how in the world can you criticize? Don't tell me somebody quit when you don't understand the weight that they got on them. Mm-hmm. She is leading an entire nation. The the face of a sport. And you're going to crucify her because she has to withdraw because she can't deal with the weight of that? I mean, how how in the world, how hypocritical can you be because of that? But you'll mm-hmm. celebrate somebody that look like some of you all. You know, you'll pat them on the back and say it's okay. But when people of color do it, it's like they can't take the pressure. They right. can't handle well, this. Well, I mean, what pressure do you have? You're making this millions and let yeah. exactly. And I'm gonna tell you, when you an a-, a black athlete performing on this type of level, you can go all the way back to Debbie Thomas. She was clearly the gold medal winner mm-hmm. in that Olympics, but she had to skate with all that pressure, being the first African American this dealing with this, leading mm-hmm. the U.S. and she faltered and ended up with the bronze. But y'all don't understand how it feels to be black and leading a sport where not many African-Americans are in and you trying to carry that banner for an mm-hmm. entire country. So if you don't understand it, man, y'all need to just be quiet, man. Speak mm-hmm. on it, bro. Speak on it. Mm-hmm. Speak and on then it. it was a perfect storm. Right. 
you add and J3, you hit it. She always had reservations about competing for the U.S. Olymp U.S. gymnastic team, not the U.S. Olympic team, the gymnastics team, because they haven't correctly addressed the situation mm -hmm. and what they're going to do to fix it. That's why she, her and her coach opened her own gym mm -hmm. to show that there's a different way where you can still compete at the elite Olympics level and still have fun. She was going to retire. The only reason why she was in the Olympics, she mm -hmm. said that if I retire, there's nobody else left from the previous Olympics, which will allow them to sweep this under the rug. To be celebrated. Mm -hmm. Then you add on COVID and isolation. Mm -hmm. So you've been isolated for over a year in a bubble, trying to perform. The Olympics get postponed for years. So that's another year you got to deal with that. And then you finally go to the Olympics and nobody can go with you. Mm -hmm. So now you're competing in an arena that's empty. Mm -hmm. None of your family members who are there to support you, to keep mm -hmm. you going when you're down or there. The crowd, hearing the adulation from the fans, you get none of that now. Mm -hmm. So all you got is the stuff that's weighing on you constantly. Mm -hmm. And guess what era she grew up in? She grew up with one of these in her hand all the time. Mm -hmm. Her and Naomi both grew up in the social media area. So all these 30, 40, 50 plus people out here talking about you should just suck it up and all that, they didn't grow up having to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They have to be on social media to build their brand so they get inundated with thousands if not millions of messages weekly and a lot of them are negative. Daily, bro. Daily. Not weekly, daily. And that's all building up, building up. And she said, enough's enough. Mm. For, I hope that she decides I'm just going to stay here and be a cheerleader for my teammates. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not competing. And I'm done and I'm retired. Mm -hmm. She's a millionaire. She's got her own gym, as I said. She can do a whole lot of things. Let's just walk away and, and, and go from there. And keep her head up. Absolutely. And keep her head up. And did you hear what she said later? I hope that the American fans still support us and are proud of us, even though we just got the silver. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And those three other young ladies, unfortunately, this happened after she the competition started. So the U.S. Olympic team couldn't use one of their two substitutes because it already started. So those three other young ladies carried water, did the thing, and came home with the silver. Mm -hmm. after being behind by more than a point after Simone's first vault was terrible and then she didn't do a second vault. So that's mm -hmm. tremendous. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Hats off to the women's oh, gymnastics yeah. team yeah. and hats off to Simone Biles. And E, you are absolutely right. I think what Naomi Osaka did in the French Open and skipping Wimbledon allowed her to feel okay when she could say, you know what, I'm not feeling right and I'm not going to risk hurting myself. So it's good. It's good. Uh, real quick, some other highlights. We're going to have time to really talk about this because we're running a little long. U.S. men's team <laughs> lose the first game in the Olympics. <laughs> Under Greg Popovich, their record is four and five. Mm. He took mm. over the U.S. basketball team. Great coach came back. 
Who, who's he that ain't leader? Tim, he ain't got Tim Duncan walking through the door. But you got Kevin Durant. Come on, man. Stop that, man. We need some, some presence down low, fellas. I'm sorry. Yeah, they physical and international. Ball. All they hey, do is shoot threes. They, right. that, they live that life. That's their life. Hey, Luca had a game. Oh, Luca had yeah, a monster game. That's right. Man, but Lucas used to play in that brand of basketball. I know he is. I know he is. So the U.S. and unfortunately, this is going for when things get bad. Who do they call to clean stuff up? Michael Jordan. Grant Hill was named the new executive of, of, of U.S. basketball. So Grant Hill's going to have to clean this up. Hey, they need to break the glass. Bring the Michael King. Jordan back. Yeah. No, Mike can't pick players. LeBron James. Yeah. So I think, I think what they're going to have to do, like they did before, is they're going to have to get a, a multi-year commitment from players mm -hmm. that if you're going to be on the team, you're going to commit for three years – through the full cycle, so you're gonna play world championships together, uh, uh Olympic uh pre-tournaments together, and Olympics together. Because we can't just be throwing an all-star team together in two weeks and say, Oh, go win the gold medal. Right. It, it doesn't work, not no more, especially now with pop coaching, right. who plays a system where you gotta work as a unit and all that, and you gotta build chemistry, you got time to do that. So right. just let him play. You saw what Drew Holiday did. He stepped off the plane and scored 18 points. He was like, yeah. I don't know what job been doing, but I'm yeah. trying to win. I'm ready to ball. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, all been in the, they all been in the Bahamas. They've been in Aruba. <laughs> you know, south of France. <laughs> Some quick upsets. Uh USA softball win the softball Lost to Japan in the gold medal game. That was somewhere to suffer. Katie Ledecky, mm. probably the GOAT of freestyle swimming in women, mm -hmm. came in second in the 400 yeah. meters. But, but there was an but asterisk. That was she swam her right. second fastest time ever. Yeah. yeah. Fourth, fourth fastest time ever. Yeah, but her second fastest time that yeah. she's ever swam behind her world record. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that was a hell of a... That that show you how much tip Miss wanted to take her out and how her crazy coach drove her. Oh, that, oh, really? that dude, that, that dude, dude was insane. Yeah, yeah, man. You he? thought he'd hit the lottery the way he was. He was uh -huh. up and down. <laughs> like, dude. And then Ryan Murphy, Mister uh, Mister Backstroke, who won a, a hundred and two hundred in the last Olympics, is the current world champion. Comes in third, wins the bronze. First time the U.S. has lost the men's backstroke in four four Olympic cycles. Mm -hmm. And probably the nicest thing I've seen so far as far as in the pool, Lydia Jacoby, young lady from Alaska. Alaska, yeah. Wins the 100-meter backstroke, taking out world champion and defending Olympic champion Lily King. <coughs> And her training partner, who ends up coming in third, but somebody from Alaska, where they only have one Olympic-sized pool in the whole state, mm -hmm. wins a gold medal. I could see Russia from my house. <laughs> <laughs> so currently, the U.S. has been leading the medal count, 25 total, nine golds, eight silver, eight bronze, followed by China with 21, Japan 18, Russia with 18. Um, and just some history that was made. The first ever U.S. fencing medal 
happens to be gold, Lee Kiefer wins in the individual foil in the first ever Taekwondo medal for the U.S. Anastasia Zolotik won the gold medal in the uh, featherweight division. So hats off, young ladies. Y'all did mad, mad work. And one Olympic thing, it's ending tomorrow. If you haven't had a chance to watch three-on-three -three basketball, Yes. Look it up on your laptop. You can see the previous game. It is one of the most fascinating styles of basketball I've seen in years. And I think it's going to be a huge hit across this world. 12-minute games. 12 minutes. It's time of the whole game. Three-on-three. Mm. Three and... You make a basket, the other team, you let the other team get the ball. As soon as they touch the ball, you can start dinging them up. So it's not walking back to the foul line, checking it, all that. So if they grab it right out the nets, then you can start dinging them up. The other team has to take it back to the three-point line before they start offense, but it's constant, nonstop pace for 12 minutes. The first to 21, or minute, the one with the most points at the end of 12 minutes. It's a fun game. Please take 15 minutes out of your day. Check out three-on-three -three basketball, whether you look at the men's basketball, which is phenomenal, or the women. The U.S. women went undefeated in their pool, and they play in the uh, semifinals early this morning coming up, and then hopefully they're winning and they go to the final games, which is also this morning. Check it out. Yeah. All right. We're not going to do a lot of uh, things to caught our eye. Uh, just some interesting stuff happening in hockey. Uh, Ovi. Resign with the Caps. Great job. Your boy Mark andre Fleury gets traded from the Vegas Knights, and he finds out on social media. Yeah. How does that still happen? Because <laughs> Vegas, Vegas, they're blaming him for their loss in the finals. It's actually the semifinals, I'm sorry. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn. I mean, yeah, come on, true. dirty? Well, he done got dirty. He, Pittsburgh did him dirty, so I guess this is he should be used to it by now. And congrats to Naomi Osaka. Even though she lost, she said she had the experience of a lifetime. They allowed her to light the cauldron at the Olympic Games in an open ceremony. And if you do any research about biracial children from Asian countries and how they're generally not accepted, that was a huge moment. So I just wanted to make sure I point that out. All right, fellas, been a good show. We talked a lot about it. Probably could go for another half hour to an hour, but it's time for us to get out of here. So let's get to our final post. J3, what you got for me? Real quick, I just want to salute all the service persons or people that uh, played in or participated in the 2021 Olympics. I salute you. Good stuff, good stuff. Professor, you up. Yes, I want to give a shout out to Olympian uh, Naja Houston. Uh, skateboarding was a new event in the Olympics, and he's an African-American skateboarder. He was favored to win the gold, but just like what happened to so many people, when you got that weight on your shoulders, he tried to do one of his staple moves that nobody else could accomplish, and he didn't hit it. 
and it cost him points and penalties and everything, and he ended up not meddling at all. But keep your eye out for Mr. Houston because he will definitely be back because he is definitely a force to reckon with, and he's done some great things in the sport, especially for one where you don't have a lot of African-Americans that go up to that level to be mentioned with the names of, like, Tony Hawk. I mean, that's epic. So shout out to him and salute. Excellent point. He's been a child prodigy for real. He started winning professional tournaments at the age of like 12. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And he's only like 23, 24 now and is regarded by m- most as the best skateboarder in the world now. So good mm. point, Professor J. All right, sets you up. I just want to give a uh, quick salute and shout out to Gardner Menchu for having irrational confidence and not taking <laughs> and not taking the feet lying down, even though you already know what's going to happen. Standing your ground and and saying I ain't giving up no uh, starting job. Salute to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that, was good. Oh, that was a good one. Since I heard that, and almost fell out my chair. And he was serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike wow. Leach don't coach that team. Wow, <laughs> you up here? Hey, I, I don't have anything related. I, I just want to say a couple things. I just want to say, hey, mask up, everybody. Continue to be safe. I'll say that until this thing is over with, if it's over ever over with. Um, that's all I have today. Thank and you. I will continue on that thing. We talked a lot of sports today, so I would just like to tell people, please be safe. Please check your places that you feel confident are going to give you good, good, good information. Um, it is the CDC changed today their guidance, even for people who are vac- fully vaccinated. If you're going into uh, areas where you know that the Delta variant has been rising, or if you're going into highly dense areas where you're not sure that everybody you're going to be around is vaccinated, they're telling people to put their mask back on inside. Mm-hmm. So please mask up. And if you're traveling, I would highly suggest if you're getting on planes, trains, buses, double mask and make sure you continue to wash your hands before you touch your face anything. This thing isn't going away anytime soon. And unfortunately, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. So protect yourself and hopefully we can avoid having another lockdown. But if it keeps going in the direction it's heading, that might be coming. Please mask up because we want to start going to games again. Amen. 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 As always, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening. We greatly appreciate your time and the opportunity to share our opinions on sports with you. We're here each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m. for our live show. Just in case you can't catch us, catch us live, you can catch us on our Facebook page, Positional Sports Talk Show, our YouTube page. Um, if you want to send us information, hit us with the Twitter handle, at Positions on SPO1. Um, if you don't want to do the pages and you like podcasts, we've got all the podcast platforms covered. Just look at Positions on Sports Talk Show and you can find us. We've got multiple shows there. We've got at least a half a year of shows were already there because unfortunately we weren't able to bring some of the stuff from the other platform that we were on. So we out there. 
We're going to continue to get bigger and better. We're going to continue to work at this so that we can bring you a good show and a product each and every week. So we'll be back next Tuesday, 7 p.m. We hope to see you then. Peace. See ya. Bless you.